Welcome to the three funny ladies on the internet. <laughs> on the interwebs. That is Joseph Montgomery Bailey. <laughs> and that is Suzanne Melissafent Jacokes. <laughs> Melissafent. <laughs> Maleficent. Melissafent. However you say it. Uh, Hello. Good the, day. Good how times. the hell are you? Um, I'm fine. It's Friday. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Friday. I hate when people do that. <laughs> TGIF and all that. Oh, it's Friday. <laughs> Just in time for Sunday fun day. Um, especially when it's people who like work on the weekends. And I'm like, Friday means nothing to you. <laughs> yeah, so shut your butt. Your teeth are showing. What? <laughs> so what have you been up to? Low these days. Oh, my goodness. You have Hulu, yes? Hulu, Yes. You need to watch The Deep End. What the fuck is that? Oh, my God. It's about a cult, not cult, cult. Oh, is it the Mormon thing? No. Oh. It is this woman. She oh. she thinks she's like this self-help person. Her name is Teal. What's worse oh. is that's her, that's her given name. Oh, dear. I know. So it's like she was kind of born to be the kookadoo she is. Teal no Swan. Offense to, Yes. Looking it up right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's a little kookadoo. And it's not the group that she facilitates isn't the cult. It's like her inner circle that help her with the group is the cult. So it's kind of fascinating. Hmm. Is it a one-off or is it a series? It's a series, I see. It's a series. Yes. Okay. Okay. You can't find it on our super secret site. And I personally do not have a... Hulu account, but our my father-in-law uh logged into our TV and never logged out. So I use his. So don't Very change your password, smart. Paul. Because Paul, uh, don't Paul. don't deprive your your children. Your children. <laughs> children. Paul, your children need Hulu. <laughs> so yeah, it's fa- it's fascinating. The 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 fact that it's not a call, it's like really not. It's just her inner circle. Like, okay, spoilers, just a little bit. So she started this, we'll call it a movement, with her then boyfriend, and they were together for a long time, and they broke up, but they remained best friends. Okay, and but he's like her second in command, her like right hand man. Okay, well he gets a girlfriend, and she's like, well. I need to know this person because she's going to be in my life and she needs to pass it. So it's just, ri- you got to watch it. Okay. It's fascinating. Um, other than that, not a whole lot. Yeah. It hasn't been too exciting. Yeah, it hasn't been. I'm trying to think even of what I've done this week. Even I had to, had an event last night that I had to go to and, uh, yeah, I just don't think I've really done much of anything this week. How was your event? It was fine. Uh, it was fine. Okay. Yeah, it was fine. It was <laughs> okay. It was okay. work related, so you know, it wasn't like personal related. Sure. Sure. Um, sure. But we there was some food. The, there were some chicken strips that were just real good, <laughs> and um, so that was nice. Also, okay. I am super excited. I got great news this week. 
because Live PD is coming back and I am so excited. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy for you. I love Thank that you. for you. Thank love you. Thank you. It's not called Live PD anymore. It's called oh. On Patrol Live and it's at oh. a new network, but it's the same creative team. So <laughs> I'm very <laughs> excited about that. I love that for you. Yeah. I um, uh, immediately shared that. Uh, News with Joe and Jamie Richards, who were most affected uh, when it was canceled two years ago. Oh no! By my lamentations. So. Oh no. Um. What else? Uh, hot Broadway goss. Beanie Feldstein has been out of Funny Girl because she has COVID. I know, and I wondered if that was actually true or. Yeah, I'm. I actually thought about that. Now, listen. No, Tino Shade. I love her. But I'm wondering with the Tonys coming up and not being nominated and that kind of thing, if that sort of got to her. You know what? It's interesting because I didn't even think about that because the Tonys oh, really? are Sunday. Mm. And I bet you're totally 100% right. Yeah. I bet it's a I convenient. Think, oh, I can't come even though I'm not nominated because <laughs> I'm sick. I yeah. I just feel like, you know, and I just don't think it's her fault. I mean, she can't sing the songs. Then she shouldn't be in the show. Correct. But I think it's one of those things, and she's young enough, um, that, you know, sometimes you just can't turn down that big thing, even if you know you're not right for it. I don't know. I mean, I guess. I guess. I mean, I feel at that age. I feel like. Sure. You know, yeah. If someone were to say, hey, Suze, do you want to be in Chicago as Roxy? And I would be like, No. That's fucking dumb. Um, you know, I would have that, but I've never been on Broadway. So if somebody on Broadway did it, right. I might be like, yes, squeeze me into that fucking onesie or whatever. Yes. Onesie, you know what I mean? So two things I thought you were going to say when well, you said, hey, Suze, I thought you said, hey, Suze. Hey, and then you said, squeeze me into that. I thought you were going to say, squeeze me. So that's all. I just had to comment on that. Anyway, I just don't think she should have been cast. I think it was stunt casting gone awry. Yeah, I mean, it all sounded so great at, at the at the inception of it all, but it all just went terribly awry. Because now, and I don't know the show, so hearing this made it make even more sense to me. But somebody on the Tiki Talkies said the reason it's so disappointing. It's not that she's a bad singer. She She's an okay singer, but the point of it is that she's so, the character is so awkward and so, uncon, you know, she's not conventionally beautiful and that's the whole point and blah, 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 that her songs are what, and her singing is what gives her confidence. And that's mm. where she tells her true feelings and that's where she shines. So for that to be the place where Beanie doesn't shine, it hurts the show. Yeah. So putting it that way really put it in perspective for me. And I was like, Oh yeah, I can see where that would be a big detriment. Yeah. But apparently her understudy is a little star. Well, that's good. Hopefully she'll come out of this, you know, smelling like a rose or whatever yeah. that saying is. Sure. She'll come out of this smelling like a douchebag or something. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> oh, great. I'm in funny girl. And all I got was coming out of a smelling like a douchebag. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Yeah, I just can't think of a single bingle interesting thing that's happened to me this week. So we, we lead very boring lives. We not always, but currently, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Miss Marvel. That was good. It was all right. Mm, okay. 
you don't you don't care but uh i don't know i saw some little muslim girl who is not what it is in the comics correct but i don't know what it is in the comics because mm. i don't read the comics um so but i want to start here's another issue with marvel then so there's captain marvel and then there's ms marvel so is there also cons- mrs marvel and no, no. baby marvel so- <laughs> and you have to watch all six of Movies sequentially to understand what's going on. Don't be a brat. No. <laughs> um, the conceit behind Miss Marvel, the TV show anyway, I, I assume it's like this in the comics. Like I said, I don't know. The conceit in the MCU is that she's Miss Marvel because she is just this regular teenage girl and she, um, she adores and obsesses over um, Captain Marvel. Like that's her favorite. Like she lives in the reality where the Avengers exist and she's just an everyday person who admires them. Mm-hmm. But Captain Marvel is her favorite. And when she discovers she has power, like she goes to comic cons and stuff and she dresses as Captain Marvel. So when she discovers she has powers, it just, it just flows into, well, she's Miss Marvel. Okay. All right. Well, I can get behind that then. And it's, I think it's more of a, Marvel as in the banner title, as opposed to like, I think it's more of a play on words than just I'm a miniature version of Captain Marvel. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because I did, I did have that same thought too. I was like, Oh, we're just going to have their small, medium and large. Yeah. Like what is, okay. <laughs> you go to Starbucks. I'll have a Miss Marvel, please. <laughs> uh, but just to, just to try to, <laughs> that's the biggest one um i couldn't think of the smallest one is a is a tall grande tall is the smallest one what's a crap oh it's great listen grande, just call hey uh, starbucks just call it fucking <laughs> small medium and large your coffee your coffee's oh. burnt anyway okay um wow uh shots I actually fired. i actually drink the blonde roast every morning but whatever um um i was gonna say something about uh, oh, yes. Uh, so just so we can continue to keep having completely niche conversations. Um, <laughs> yes, please. Are you caught up with Housewives of B-Hills? Oh, my God. Yes, I am. I don't even understand what's happening. Like, okay. I just hate when we get into this little K-hole of like, she said this, but I'm not saying what it was. Well, then you can't say it. Well, I did say it. Well, now I'm a racist. Well, who's a racist? I'm just like, ugh. I, cause when Sutton was like, I think that there were rumors, like people came up to me and said, Crystal will start things, blah, 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 blah. So I totally believe that. And I totally believe that what Sutton said was that thing of the Chinese kids. Yeah. And there were different kids in the hot tub with her child and it didn't like, I believe that's what it was. And if you don't watch housewives, what she said wasn't, I, I mean, I don't think it was problematic at all, but I'm a white person. So what do I know for that topic? But what she was, I guess it leads into the, I don't see color type thing, which Crystal had a problem with, but what she said, it certainly wasn't dark. I mean, then that's the thing too. Like I get like, I mean, and, but of course she's not confirming or denying if that's what was said. I feel like she kind of did confirm that that's what it was. But then, like, I think, I mean, this whole thing started with her saying how the women don't sort of acknowledge her feelings. 
Right. While they were doing that for who were they? Who were they doing that for? That they were do, for Dorit. Mm. Oh no! It was about Sutton. About yes, when Sutton said, "I well, sorry, I didn't have a gun to my head," and then Sutton was like, "Oh, I was remorseful." And Kyle was like, "Well, it doesn't sound like you were." And then that's what launched Crystal into saying, "Like, so here's the thing. So even if all of these women don't agree with Crystal that what Sutton said was dark, if that's what it was, and it wasn't, and they don't feel it's dark, then they're still are they're still not acknowledging her feelings. They're completely discarding her feelings." I I think it's more nuanced than that. Maybe the way they're saying it, and we all know, none of those housewives know how to talk to each other or say things clearly so that things can be resolved. I think they do it on purpose. <laughs> to me, what I would say is, I believe that you feel that way. I'm telling you it's wrong because you're lying. What she said wasn't dark. You can believe that it was dark. It wasn't though. And when you say that, because all those women are right. You keep saying it was really dark. I can't repeat it. People fill in the blanks and they're going to fill in the blanks with some pretty horrendous things. And that attacks someone, someone's character then. Right. So yeah, Crystal, you can feel that way. I believe you feel that way, but you're wrong. I think that that's a fair thing to say when someone is so off base I mean, but it's off. But but then we get into even more nuance where it may not be someone may not agree with her feelings, but I think saying that she's wrong to feel that way. OK, then I would say you're being too sensitive. That wasn't dark. And I think you need to reassess how sensitive you are because you can't say those things. Mm. I mean, I ultimately I'm feeling badly for Crystal. I don't at all. Um, I think I she's also... a shitster for no fucking reason. Hmm. Now, listen, I don't like Sutton either. No, I don't either. Okay. But G- Crystal's full of shit. Hmm. Full of shit. Full. Nope. Full of shit. That, th- that whole thing. I, I was with her when it was like, you don't see color. Well, you have to see. Co-. Like, I was with her with all that. And, and also, I'm white and I'm not a minority. So I don't get to have an opinion about how she feels about that. But you cannot, especially when you're on TV and you fucking know you're on TV, you can't just say whatever the fuck you want about somebody. And to say, like, when Sutton goes in her room to hand her her coat and she felt violated, fuck off. Fuck off. You felt violated. I think I fuck all the way off with that. No, I see it. I that is I, I can't. I don't. She uh, did something reach out and touch her. Did something give her googly eyes? Did her tongue fall out of her head? She wa- to feel violate. That is, I can't, I can't have this argument. That is so dumb. <laughs> so, I can't. But we all come to the word violated with different definitions. Yeah, but do we? It has one, right? I mean, if we're, but interpretations, then I guess it's. That's what I should say. Yeah, I just, but I guess too, also, it would make a difference if it also makes a difference of who's saying it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's hard to, it's, it's, it's one of those things like, like I have a super dark sense of humor, right? And I post something on Facebook and my friends are like, oh, that's kind of dark, but they know me. Right. 
So they don't necessarily take offense because they know what I meant, or maybe a stranger wouldn't know what I meant and would take offense. Right. So coming from somebody different, it can mean different things. Sure. And I think with Crystal, she knows what she's saying and she means it to be salacious. Like, I think she's doing it to be salacious against a person. Does that make sense? It does. I don't, I don't agree with that, but it makes sense. So that's just what I think about her, but I don't like any of them really, but I love in the preview where, did you watch the preview? Yeah. Or like the coming up on my car. So just says to Erica, you're bugging the shit out of me. <laughs> because then erica like well i should watch out for erica shut the fuck up like you're just riding the fuck off oh i love fuck off too i love her attitude towards Sutton. i mean i kind of love it too but this this thing of like i don't know i don't know pick a fucking side she i don't know they're all terrible (laughs) and that's why we watched them that is why we watch them. Well, shall we get out of our niche conversations and into the reason that we're here for another niche conversation? <laughs> yes, let's do it. So what's on the docket for today? So we watched the second season of Hacks. We did Hacks. Hacks. Um, and I think that you absolutely loved it. I did. And I know so that you did, did too. I. I know you did. Sorry, it was I spilled the beans. Even better than the first season. It really was. So many great things about it. So fucking good. So much character growth. Yes, which was so nice. And it's like, it's just in such good hands uh, with the creative team. And you just know that you are in for something that's going to. Um, yeah matter and grow and just be hysterical and true um, and honest. And I just really loved it. And so many moments of something's going to happen and it seems obvious what she's going to do. And then she does the opposite. And then you think, yes, that makes complete sense. But if this was the first season, she would have done what I thought she was going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was delightful. I mean, there's going to be spoilers. How can we not spoil it? Yes. Yeah. So if you have not watched it yet, do so because it's tremendous. Um, But just know that we will be spilling some beans here uh, as we go. Major beans. So Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I loved the unexpected twist of uh, Deborah suing her. Uh, which was so great <laughs> through the whole fucking <laughs> and she never spoiler she drops it at the end but not until the very 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 end and it's just like oh, this is so ridiculous it's <laughs> so, like I finally found a new place I finally found a new apartment great one more asset for the lawsuit like oh my yeah. god stop one more thing for me to take but i will say this i had to go back and watch portions of the last episode of the first season because i didn't remember what the fuck was going on we watched on youtube they have there's like a first season one recap oh nice yeah so we did that because i i could vaguely i'm like i know she did something but i don't know what she did and they kept talking about it i was like god damn it i have to go back (laughs) yep yep i we watched that it was like a nine minute thing i was like oh oh yep oh oh right oh yeah so i was like well i'm glad we did that because there was so much i had forgotten about yeah 
So the first episode is the initial fallout. Um, well, does she tell her in the first episode? I can't remember. Uh, does she tell her by the end of the first? I don't. We kind of watched it all through. So it's just right, one so big glum. Um, so in the last uh, season, uh, what's her face? What is her name? This is a great podcast so far. What is the assistant's <laughs> name? Ava. Ava. Ava has basically uh, spoken to producers of a show and, and bad-mouthed uh, uh, holy shit. Deborah. What is her name? Deborah. Jesus Christ. Deborah and Vance. Bad, yes, and is uh, bad-mouthed Deborah, and so these people are going to move forward to make a show about Deborah, and it's going to be very obvious that the show is about her, and that's why she ends up suing her for uh, violating her NDA. Um, yes. And I love that the show was called bitch prime minister starring Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> and, but that was the first turn I thought, which is what set me up great for the other twists. And they're not really twists, but you'll understand if you watch it. When she said, Oh, it's starling, starring Helen Mirren. I thought Deborah was going to be like, Oh my God, that's amazing. A show. Mm. Like I thought that was, and it was going to be all smoothed over and blah, 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 blah. But then it wasn't. And so I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I like this. And then they go through this whole thing where she's like, she doesn't fire. She doesn't let her go, but she tortures her something <laughs> terrible. Um, but my favorite thing about episode one was they played a Chicago song in the end credits. Oh, they did. Yeah. 25 or six to four. Oh yes. I drew that credits. Um, and she had that very sweet moment at the fight with, uh, the son-in-law. Oh, right. Yep. Son-in-law. That was so cute. I also really, really loved that this series shows a woman of a certain age Mm -hmm. being sexual and physical with a much younger man. That guy was hot. Devin Sawa, who was one of Joe's, boyhood crushes but yeah i loved that and i also uh this was one of the few notes that i took when she leaves his apartment and his roommates are all out in the living room <laughs> playing video games and then one guy was like do you know who that was that was deborah vance we have her spice rack because <laughs> she sells all that shit on qvc i gotta call my mom <laughs> Uh, oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> but I just loved it. You never ever ever see like she's in her 70s. You never she really? see, I believe so. I'm gonna I'll double check that. Jesus. But you never see, even if she's in her 60s, you never yeah, see no. women being sexual and physical. She's 70. Yep. Yeah, she'll be 71 this year. She looks great. Yep, she sure does. I also really, really loved when they get to our house in LA and that Anita ba- Anita Baker song <laughs> plays on loop over and over and over again. <laughs> and I can't get it to shut up. And anytime they're at the house, that song is playing. <laughs> so funny. I also really loved, and it, it it was so much more pronounced this season than last, how the core group of that, of the characters of the people that work for her come together and just form such a lovely ensemble. Yes. Like Marcus yeah. and the kid from ugly Betty and her housekeeper. I just love how Gilmore girls. Oh, she was. 
Yeah, she was the mechanic on Gilmore Girls. Oh, I don't remember. Or else I didn't get that far. Okay. Uh, Lori Metcalf. I mean, come on. All I put was, Lori Metcalf, she can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was so sad when she got fired, but it was so lovely to see her. I was so happy because her character was so fucking. She's one of those people that her character. God, I hated her character, but I loved it because it was Lori Metcalf. But oh I wanted to be like, God, I hate you so much. <laughs> she was the tour coordinator. Um, and she, she was just ridiculous. Yes, very, um, very by the book. Oh my goodness. But uh, in episode two, we have Ming-Na Wen and I just went, what a queen. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Ming-Na Wen. And yeah. I love that she was, she was still a bitch, but she, cause lately she has been typecast as like the silent badass Cause she's in Marvel and the star Wars world, but her characters have been very, I never smile and I have lots of secrets, but I kick everyone's ass. So it was nice to see her, um, She's still evil, but she's like really smiley and like <laughs> and backstabby. And I loved yeah. it. Yeah, she was great. Um, and I love Jane Adams was back as Ava's mom, who I thought was so great again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to sell that shit, that pyramid scheme. Oh my god, mom, is this an MLM? No. <laughs> um oh, there was one moment in it uh where someone's like uh she's so scary gene smart she's so scary when she's nice and i just did she's so fucking scary when she's being nice when you know she's angry <laughs> and she's i'm like oh like i was feeling scared through the screen um, oh my god that lesbian cruise i the first thing i wrote was of course she can sing and then i went oh no so uncomfy <laughs> <laughs> yes was i thought that too i was like of course she can fucking sing of course she can fucking okay gene smart we fucking get it you you're a national treasure thank anything. you um and then she had it she had it in the palm of her hand yeah. and then she just went too fucking far yeah fucked it up fucked it up and then the last episode oh my goodness wait how many episodes were there eight eight so it wasn't the last episode i just stopped taking notes at episode four and was just watching it so i have no idea what happened um hannah is starting to get like oh no no no. we gotta go back to their uh, to their talent agent and him leaving Oh, right. His yeah. company. That was so great. And that moment with Ming-Na Wen, when she comes to her showcase uh, or her filming of her special. And then I thought for sure Deborah was going to get rid of him. And she stood. But I was just like, oh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh. Um, I need to give a shout out to Megan Stalter, who plays Kayla, the assistant. She is so goddamn funny. She's so. And if you don't follow her on Instagram, do, because she's just so great. Even on the Instas? Oh, yeah. She just does little little things that are funny. She's just so... <laughs> just so sexual harassment isn't funny, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for next season. I mean, it hasn't officially been picked up yet, but just with her and uh, the two of them having the talent agency, I guess, together... Oh my God. Yeah. She funded it. Yes. Um, but yeah. Don't worry. We can live a long time off of, we're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, what is her name? Kayla. Kayla is her character name. Meg, uh, Meg Stalter. Meg Stalter. Oh, we talked about baby Leia in Obi-Wan, didn't we? We did. Yes. Okay. She, she's still amazing. That's all. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, th- they have to get picked up for season, season three. I need yeah. to see it. Yeah. See what's going to happen now that they're, we left them. She sets her free. She sets her free at the end. Yeah. But yep. in a very touching, that was another, it, 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 I, it, it's not a twist, but it's like, oh, I see what she's doing. Oh, she's going to be really mean about it so that she hates her. So it won't be. And then she doesn't. She's very genuine. Like, you're never going to leave me. So I'm firing you because I love yeah. you and I think you'll be great. So and she can go work in the, <laughs> in the Ice Age universe. <laughs> now, are you aware of the Ice Age universe? I'm like, Really? Although there are like 30 Ice Age movies, so I guess they can call it the Ice Age universe. Like, okay. Uh, All right. So funny. Um, it was so good. It was so great. The character, the character development. Holy crap. Yeah, it's real good. Like, it's just great, great television. Um, I also liked when they were at the fair, her and, uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> the other assistant, but they sit down to get those, ca- that caricature together. Oh, and yeah. The guy assumes they're going to get married. <laughs> they're like, yep, sure. Yep. We are. <laughs> yeah. It was just nice. Like everyone just had their little moment to shine. And it was just, I love that so much when shows do that, mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. just let people breathe and become fully realized characters. I just think it's so great. And yeah. it's like, like the office, I think, was so great with that because so many people worked there, but you knew who all those people were by the end of the run, you know? Right. Just, Even the I ones that, that didn't have not so much to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's real nice. It's a real nice change of pace. It's real good. And for it to be female led. and Exactly. And it's just, it really is. She deserves all of the things. All of them. All of them, well, every single one of them. Have not watched at all. Start at season one. You'll just race right through them. You really will. And it's really, well really worth the time that you'll be sitting on your couch. Yeah. No, it's great. It really is great. Yeah. I'm glad that we uh that we revisited it. Yeah. Now, who picks I pick the lady. You do. Crap. Because when I picked Rosie O'Donnell, there was someone, there was another person, but now I can't remember who it was. Well, shit. It'll be a surprise to everyone because I don't know. Okay. I'll let you know in a few minutes. Okay. But I won't, I won't make people wait here. All right. Well, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to threefunnyladies at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on the Instas at Three Funny Ladies Podcast. And um, yeah. We will be back next week. We will. Talking about somebody. Talking probably. about somebody that we don't, I don't know yet. I had someone and I don't know who it was. It's a mystery to everybody. All right. Well, (laughs) thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, Bye. Um, Bye.